Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Each week, we talk about how to grow your photography business without burnout. I share tactical tips, tricks, and things you need to be doing in order to have success without sacrificing the parts of your life that matter most. Last week, we talked about the power of blogging and how it can improve your SEO and help clients find you on Google. Did you know that Pinterest is also a a search engine? It's true. Sometimes people categorize it as social media, but it's really not. Gosh, I'm on Pinterest all the time looking for various how-tos. It's also a visual search engine, meaning it sees the image you pin and will suggest similar images. It's honestly a really amazing platform, and if you aren't utilizing it, you're really missing out. Sometimes people do get on Pinterest to search for local photographers, but even if they aren't, it has one other super powerful benefit for you. Guys, it is it's late, like it's past my bedtime. You know, this is when I record podcasts. Sometimes I get a little bit looby dooby and I have a hard time talking and tonight's one of those, but I'm here. I'm showing up and that's what's important. So there is one other super powerful benefit for you. And that is the possibility of driving traffic to your website. Do you remember what we said on last week's blogging episode about clicks? Google likes it when you get clicks, right? So if Pinterest is driving traffic to your website, Google will see that and think you're hot stuff, which you are. And Google's going to be more likely to boost you up in their rankings. Ta-da, there you go. Yes, I will admit Pinterest can be pretty daunting when you first first start using it for business because it's it's not used the same way as you would use it for personal stuff. So I want to break this down as easy as I could for you. And you're definitely going to want a pen and paper or you can listen now and come back and listen again later when you're ready to implement. And I really wanted to share this with you because when I first started using Pinterest for business, I was completely overwhelmed. Like it was so confusing to me. You know, I've been using Pinterest literally since it started. Like I've been using Pinterest forever, but not for business. I only started using Pinterest for business a year ago and it was just, I I had to hire someone for me because I was so confused. But now I have my feet under me. I figured it out. I got it. I understand it. And I love it. Like it is one of the number one traffic drivers to my website. So I want you to have that success that I had with Pinterest and I want to make it easier for you. The first thing that you're, you're going to want to do is switch to the business profile so you can create all types of pins. There's idea pins, static pins, and also boards and maybe even videos. I don't know if you can create videos on personal, but I know you can on um, your business. You can also view your analytics, which is important. We always need to know what our analytics are because if something's not working or something is working, you just need to know. Number two, you're gonna want to update your profile. So your name should be your name and the location photographer. So just like you would do on Instagram, it would be, for me, it would be Brittany Renee, Dallas photographer. You're going to want to add or verify your website domain. You're going to add your profile photo and I would suggest your face over your logo. My cat scared me. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, And then you're going to want to add your description. So use strong keywords and remember it's a a search engine, right? It's not, it's a search engine guys. (laughs) And you're going to want to include your positioning statement on your description or your brand statement. So mine right now is geared for education, but if I was using it solely for photography, I would say something like, 
I'm a family and newborn photographer based in Dallas. Photography should be joyful and playful. It should tell your unique story and create cinematic movements out of real emotion in everyday life. This is my positioning statement or my brand statement that is on the top of my website. So when family clients find me, they know exactly what I'm all about. And so I just copy and pasted it over to Pinterest. Your next step is going to create customized boards and hide all of your personal non-photography related ones. You can lock your boards so they are not visible to other people. You can share it with people if there are certain people you want to see it. You are going to want multiple boards. So family photo inspiration would be one board. Family photo styling would be a board or tips. Family photo styling tips. Uh, family photo poses ball family photos, spring family photos, newborn session inspiration, newborn pose inspiration. And you're just going to repeat that for the various types of images from your blogs that you're going to be sharing. Then you're going to update the descriptions on your board for searchability. For example, my spring family board says spring family photo inspiration, Brittany Renee photography, Dallas family photography, oh, Dallas family photographer, Family photo outfit inspiration, uh, and then it says via BrittanyRenee.com, and then there's some hashtags, BrittanyReneePhotography, hashtag family photo outfits, hashtag outfit inspiration, um, and every, like, keyword is separated with that, like, hash line thing. I don't know what the actual term is, the one that's up and down. It's not slash, and it's not a dash, it's the one that's up and down, so I use that to kind of separate the keywords, um, because Pinterest can search your boards and can suggest people the boards. And when they're looking for things, they find that and they know that that's what they're looking for. So it's all about keywords, um, just like with your blog, just like with SEO. The fifth and the last thing that you're going to do to get your profile set up for Pinterest, review your profile privacy settings and make sure your profile is set to be visible to search engines. So how often should you pin? Pinterest ideally wants you to pen 10 to 20 times a day around the clock. That would be best practice. Did I freak you out? <laughs> Don't worry. You can schedule those pens. That's the first, like when I heard that, I about died. I was like, I'm sorry. How is that even possible? <laughs> so you can schedule those pens. I use Tailwind. You can do the free version, which allows you to schedule up to 20 pens per month. But if you have the funds and you can swing it, I would at least do the pro plan that's up to 100 pins per month. And I think that's like $14.99 a month. And you can also schedule Instagram posts. But I believe that goes into your overall post number. So if you want to be planning, if you plan to be scheduling for both Pinterest and Instagram, I would say to go for the advanced plan. That's a thousand posts a month. And I feel like this is probably a good time to mention the master your marketing course completely shameless plug. I know, but it fit. You have listened to the blogging podcast episode. Now you're listening to how to use Pinterest with your blogs. Do you have a marketing plan or do you feel like you're just kind of free flowing it? Can I tell you a secret? Okay, it's not a secret because I've already shared this, but I used to do that. I used to just wake up and post whatever felt right that day. And it's not effective. <laughs> you need a plan. You need a plan that works towards your goals. Also, you need to have goals. How do you go about creating these goals and this plan? Well, Master Your Marketing can help you. We will create 
a purposeful marketing plan that helps you get closer to your goals. It literally walks you step by step through how to set your goals, how to plan your marketing, and create content that works towards your goals. I've said goals so many times in this little pitch here. But after this course, you're not going to feel lost. You won't be just posting whatever feels right that day. You're going to have a plan and it's going to be great. <laughs> Do you want in? Click the note. Um, cl- <laughs> Click the link in the show notes, guys. Just go click it and make me... I can't talk about it anymore. It's awesome. That's all I can tell you. Oh, there's two things that I don't need to do. One, I really just don't need to be... I say this all the time, don't I? I don't need a podcast so late at night because my brain is not firing all cylinders, but my house is so quiet. Like, this is just like the best time to do it. My husband's gone playing hockey and my kids are asleep. Like, the only thing that scares me is my cat's be bopping around the room and also when I batch my episodes which you know I've done an episode on why batching is beneficial for your brain but after talking you know three episodes straight it's a lot of talking it gets really hard to form your words okay well that's enough squirreling let's get back to Pinterest shall we so scheduling your pins takes 10 minutes it is super duper easy with Tailwind once you've signed up for Tailwind, you got your boards made on Pinterest, you have your blog written, and, um, oh, the Tailwind button on your web browser. I don't, I don't know what the actual name is, like, a, like an add-on that you put onto your web browser and a little Tailwind button, button pops up. It's great. So you go view your live blog, you hover, hover, hover over an image, and there's going to be like a little button that you click that looks like the tailwind symbol you click it and it's going to ask you if you want to schedule your pen Um, i just say save for later and i repeat for every single image on that blog post then you go into your tailwind account under publisher assign every pen a board and they can be various boards remember you made several for each type of session so go through ah, that's a bug (laughs) sorry, the the bug attacked me, go through and assign each pen to a board. The cool thing is your pen title will be the name of your blog, which is already optimized with keywords. And if you added alt text, which you totally should have, when you wrote your blog, you'll already have a pen description on Tailwind and it will be linked to that blog post specifically. You hit publish, ta-da, Tailwind will schedule your pins for you. I also always hit shuffle queue every time I add new blog pins. So there is like a variety of pins going on to my Pinterest and not the same blog post. You don't even have to create pen graphics unless you really want to. I don't think it's necessary for, um, to do those pen graphics for photographers on Pinterest because really we want our images seen. If you're maybe doing an info or something, you might want to create a a pen graphic, but I'm really not going to get into that right now. So Pinterest, it does start slow. So when you first start, you're not going to be getting like a whole lot of traffic, but the more you do it, the more consistent you are and the longer you go about it, the bigger, better, all of that good stuff <laughs> that your Pinterest is going to do. So I started Pinterest just a little over a year ago and I am getting, it says um, 351,000 impressions. I get... One, uh, that's a month. 1.65,000 saves a month. 506 
outbound clicks. Guys, 600, 506 outbound clicks to my website. That's amazing. Google gotta love me, right? Think about that photographer who's not using Pinterest. How many more clicks are you getting than they are? That you're going to be so much more likely to get seen on Google in your area if you're using Pinterest and people are clicking on your on your website. Anyways, if you start using Pinterest and um, you find it beneficial for your business or you found these steps easy, will you do me a favor and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and let other people know that you like the podcast, that you're getting great information out of it because that helps them know that they want to listen to my podcast. Also, you know what? Why not leave an episode on Spotify if that's what you listen to or whatever platform. Typically, Apple's the one that decides the things, you know, just because that's how Apple rolls. But you know what? We like Spotify. I like Spotify in this house. That's why I listen to all of my podcasts on. Um, So go ahead and leave a a, a review there if that's where you want to. I don't care. Just a review would be super helpful for me. Thanks, friend. And I cannot wait to talk to you next week.